The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Coast. All right, uh, one other note. Uh, don't forget tomorrow on Saturday, and that's Sunday, in-game live all access. I'm on uh, 12 to 4 tomorrow with Joe Ranieri during college football. It is awesome. And then Sunday, 1 to 4 o'clock, the early games in the NFL game day style with Morenci, 10 to 1 West Coast brunch, in-game live all access all weekend long. On another sidebar, the violinist. Isaac Stern is running it today from LTN in Kansas City and not Hayden Fry. I have no idea what's happening there, but we love the violinist. He also runs the in-game live shows on the weekends. All right, Mafia, it's time for Brian Sander to break down the uh, UFC fight night going on and other fight news. Uh, what's going on, Moff? How you doing, buddy? Uh, what do we got? A little uh, Qatar uh, fight uh, tomorrow night. Who's he fighting? Yeah, we got Calvin Katar going against uh, Arnold Allen, the Brit, coming over here fighting at the Apex, seven o'clock Eastern on the you know ESPN Plus. And that's you know a little taste of a card. You know, it's nothing compared to what we saw last week. Obviously on Fight Island, nothing what we're going to see coming up in a couple of weeks in New York. But a decent fight here in this division. Uh, Allen, of course, great record, eighteen and one. Undefeated in the UFC, 9-0. Very under, you know, the radar for a lot of people in this division because a lot of the guys he's fought have not been big names except for that last fight where he took out Dan Hooker and knocked him out. It was a great fight. He's also, you know, kind of fought sparingly over the last couple of years because of injuries. Now coming in here against Calvin Katar. So you would think, you know, Katar losing two out of three. Allen winning all his UFC fights. Obviously a huge, you know, one in Allen's favor, right? No. The book has this very close because of how much of a badass Katar is. You see him fight all the time now. You know, those two wins, the losses that we talked about, those two losses. The last one against Emmett, a lot of the media thought he should have won the split decision, even though he got it handed the other way over to Emmett. The one before that that he lost was, of course, the Max Holloway, where he just got destroyed, got pummeled for five rounds, but still kept coming, did not give up, showed how tough he is. So with his experience, with the high levels of the, the fighters that he's fought, the big names, the height, the reach, right now it's pretty much, you know, even on the cards as far as the betting line goes. It's minus 115, minus 105. So me, I'm going to lean with Katar here, even though, like we said, he has those losses just because he has the better experience. He has the reach advantage. And because he's just a tough SOB, this guy just keeps coming. He throws like five significant strikes a minute com uh, compared to the three that Allen strikes. So Allen's more methodical. He'll more pick you apart. Katar just coming and swinging, and it's either you go down or he goes down. And it's going to be a big fight between these guys for five rounds at the apex. I'm also going to say that this goes to decision, minus 135. Both these guys are tough. And if you look the way the book's doing it with the, you know, the over-unders, it's minus 190 for over three and a half rounds for this five-round fight. So they obviously think it's going deep. So I'm going to go minus 135 there that it ends by decision. And uh, that either way, no matter who wins, they take it on points. You made us a ton of money last week, at least on for all events, with uh, the Makachev uh, fight pick and then the Sterling Yan fight pick. I, I mean, you were just making me all kinds of money. God bless you. Are there other fights that you can make me money? Because I don't know any of these people and their names or anything. Else. I don't even care about any of it. But I do like making money, as you know. And you make me a lot of money. Listen, we should have made more money last week. We got really shafted on that Jan win, uh, the loss by him to O'Malley. If you look at, you know, social media, so I saw someone break down every 
media person, the scores that they gave that fight, every single one gave it to Jan over O'Malley. Six takedowns, six minutes of ground control in a 15-minute fight. It was ridiculous that that was given to O'Malley. He was tough. I give him a lot of respect. It's the best fight I've ever seen him fight. Still should have went to Jan, and that should have, you know, got us even more money. But I digress. You know, there's other fighters on this card of names that you know. Uh, Tim Means and Max Griffin, you know, as the co-main are two guys that are coming off losses, but names that you, you know, know in that division. At welterweight, they want to bounce back. I got to see how these guys go. There's a lot of names that you know, but no one that I'm feeling confident enough to bet on. I mean, you have, of course, uh, you know, Khalil Roundtree's in there. You have Andre Orlovsky, who just will not quit. So there's a lot of the names you know, but no one that I feel as comfortable as I do with this, co this main Arlovsky. event. Put my cash where my money, where my mouth is. I mean, that guy Orlovsky's been fighting since I was a child. Uh, we welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have you with us on a pain-free Friday. Volkanovsky talking to McGregor fight. You heard me earlier in the show. What guy on the face of the earth doesn't say they're fighting Conor McGregor and neither one ever happens? None of them. I mean, this guy McGregor never fights and all these guys want to fight him because they want a big payday and it never happens. Why do you keep saying his name? It's unbelievable. That's the only reason they want to fight him because they want that big payday because as we've talked about many times before they pay, you know, with the UFC, you don't get paid nearly as much even as a champ, even as like a multi-time defending champ unless you fight a name like Conor McGregor. So that's why a guy like Volkanovski is defending that belt a bunch, throws that out there. He's trying to become a double champ. You know, if he goes against Makachev, he says, if I win that belt, then maybe I get him because he knows that even though Conor was a featherweight, there's no way in hell this guy that's bulked up to like 190 and looks like, you know, a little miniature Hulk is going to get down to 145. So he says, maybe I get him back at 155. And of course, uh, you know, that's the only featherweight champ previously that Volkanovski has not beaten. So he wants that for the payday. He wants that for the legacy. But I don't think any of us really care to see that because Conor hasn't won in forever. Uh, Lomachenko's fighting some bum tomorrow in the Garden in New York. He's going to win over Ortiz. The one I want to know about is, uh, believe it or not, Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. Uh, Anderson Silva allegedly got knocked out a couple times sparring. They almost canceled the fight like everything else, do you think uh, Paul will beat him? I don't. I mean, there's a good chance he does. I'm going to take the value play here. I'm going to take Silva. The Spider is the best fighter he's ever fought. The first time he's fought a guy that's actually in that weight division, not a 170-pounder. I'm going to take Silva plus money, 210. The Spider's one of the all-time greats. I'm going to take him by points, splash a little bit on plus 700. And for that Lomachenko fight, you want to make some money. Obviously, money line's no good. Go to go the distance of plus 110. All right, beautiful. Thanks, Moss. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How about the uh, BetMGM promos I got going? Place a one-game parlay on any NBA game up to a $25 risk-free play. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 
Look at the big ticket styling. Uh, yeah, how about that? A uh, one-game parlay, 25 bucks, risk-free. It's like, I mean, why not? What do you have to lose? My God, it's a 25-buck bet on a hizzy. You're good to go. I love going after those, uh, that's for sure. Uh, the long wait is over, uh, Scotty. You would have thought that the Phillies and the Astros won about a month ago at this point, but tonight... Game one of the World Series down in H-Town. The Astros have not lost a game yet in the postseason. The Phillies are a team nobody expected to be here. They will hand the ball to Aaron Nola tonight in game number one. Here he is on his approach heading into this game. Uh, for myself, yeah, it's a big stage and it's a World Series, but it's just another game uh, when we step oh, out. Oh, just another and game. That's here all I try to, to focus on is game. to make pitches when I need to. Um, and focus every single pitch. Uh, I can't control the results that happen, and the only thing I can control is you sure didn't control um, it in San Diego, and my emotions and um, you know where that pitch is going. So uh, that's kind of how I keep my focus in line and my emotions in check. Well, no wonder he's never won anything. Did you hear him? Did you just hear this kid say that it doesn't matter? It's just another game, and I just want to control my pitches. And let me tell you something. Uh, it's the World Series. He just lost. He just lost opening his big fat mouth saying, it doesn't matter. And I just want to control my pitches. You know what he controlled only in the game in San Diego he pitched? His bladder. He didn't pee his pants in front of everyone because he sure got lit up, didn't he? I'm surprised he didn't cable in his pants with the way he got torched by everyone, including his brother teed off on him. What'd they score? Seven runs in one inning? He was awful in San Diego. My guess is he'll get beat tonight easily. Let's go to Dusty Baker now, Scotty. Of course, Dusty, a big storyline. 73 years old. He has been in baseball for a very long time, but he has never grabbed the brass ring as a player or as a manager in several stops. What would it mean to win a World Series for Dusty? Well, that's why I'm here, you know, and that's why I, that's why I, I, uh, glad that, you know, Jim Crane brought me back here, uh, and also to a place that, because I've, most places I've been, I've had to sort of rebuild the team, but this team was, was sort of built already, and I had to, you know, uh, carry on and try to enhance what we already have here, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I'm just a ball player that's trying to play ball and, and trying to win. I love to win, and uh, I've always said if I win one, I win two. So you got to win one first, and then we'll work on number two. Listen, I, let me just tell you something. No one wants to hear my old stories, but this guy is one of the coolest people I have ever met in my life. He is genuine. He is chilled. He is funny. He is fun to hang out with. When he was the Giants manager, I used to go to like hockey games with this guy in San Jose. Uh, he is one of the, the neatest guys I've ever met in my life. I couldn't root for anyone more than I'll root for Dusty Baker. I hate the Houston Astros with a vengeance. I am only betting on them and believing in my friend that I hope that he wins a ring. He deserves a World Series championship. I do believe, without a doubt, that they're the best team in baseball and have been, and I certainly think they're better than the Phillies. I think the Phillies have been the hottest team in baseball. I do not believe the four days off did them any good. Uh, they were, oh, they'll say that rest is all they needed and everything else. But when you're on fire, man, you want to keep playing. And shutting down that fire, now you go in and the trucks have left, the hoses have been wrapped up, all that's over with now. Now you got to have fun down at Minute Maid. Ask the Yankees how it went when they struck out 195,000 times in four games. I mean, I have never seen domination like I saw. It was so embarrassing. I just don't see how Philly beats them. And I know all these people are betting all this money on the Phillies to win all this money. The only guy that is going to make money is if that mattress freak goes and hedges that bet of his so that he's guaranteed to win $50 million.
Okay, go hedge it. He says he's not hedging. He's lying. And who's going to turn down $50 million? I mean, most smart bettors are going to go hedge that bet and not let it ride like all the other drunk losers that lose the last leg of their big bet. Okay, you know it's true, Carver High. I mean, if I'm him, he, he went around to 15 casinos in Louisiana and in Vegas and made all those bets. He spread it around like those beds, right? And then what I would do if I were him is that I'd already be going to the exact same places and going the other way at, at plus 190, right? He can make all that money back in a hurry uh, if they lose, which I don't think they're going to lose, but he could not lose any money. He'd still make 50 million. And he gets so much attention for his uh, bets that it's like he, he this guy gives away mattresses and sells mattresses. Uh, the bottom line is the guy only cares about selling mattresses. I think the betting part of it is just for fun and to sell mattresses. I mean, he sits behind that mattress desk all day. That's what he does. He came on this show and told us that's all he does is sell mattresses. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't think he's a great better. But if he's smart, he'd go hedge that. That's part of the big deal, him making these bets, is he offers his customers, like, so if the Astros win, you get this much back on the mattress. He's got it all figured out. Trust me, he's going to be fine either way, uh, no matter what happens here. So we heard from Nola. Verlander, of course, will start for the Astros tonight, Scotty. He joins Clemens, second pitcher to start a World Series game in three different decades. Your boy Justin Verlander, we love him. Uh, because he's married to Kate. Here's your numbers for tonight. The Astros in game number one, minus 165, plus 140 for the Phillies. Lay the run and a half with the Astros at plus 135. Six and a half is the total. That's what I did. I laid the run and a half and took Verlander. And I hope that Kate doesn't leave him like Giselle turned on Tom. I mean, because, you know, uh... now that Justin's pitched in three decades in the World Series, he is officially old. And you've got them old man hips and old man legs and old man girth. You know, when you get old, you get fat. Here's the deal. Um, if she leaves him, then there's nothing left in life. If all these hot chicks keep leaving us, I mean, there really is nothing left. And if you have no hot chicks, then all you have is betting. Thank God for that. We have betting. I don't need a chick if I can go to the window and bet on sports. Thanks so much for everything. Bye. There are uh, some of the numbers for World Series MVP, if you are so inclined. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, 6-1. to one. Bryce Harper, 7-1 to one are the favorites. I know there are some guys not on the board there that I kind of like if the Phillies won. I think Wheeler would pitch well in his two games. He's 18-1. to one. How about this guy, uh, but... Bregman? I mean, this guy looks like yeah. he's got his uniform on real tight. His pants are tight. His belt buckle's tight. He's, he's like four foot three. He's all tight. Meanwhile, the guy gets a hit every time he's up. I have never in my life seen two little dudes like Altuve and Bregman hit the way they hit. No wonder they, they cheated. Sure I mean, these two are the littlest dudes I've ever seen in my life, and they come up big every time. I will every bet time. that Bregman wins the MVP at those odds. I, I'm with you. If there was a guy on the Gets a hit every time he's up. Take, it would be Bregman. He seems to always get the big hit, that's for sure. So tonight and tomorrow will be in Houston, Monday night on Ween, they'll be in Philadelphia for game three. Tickets going for an average of $3,200 down there as they get ready. Yeah, that's right. That's almost like, you know, your Indiana-North Carolina game that you're trying to go to. I mean, they're looking to spend some big coin down there oh, in those wait, games. Wait, Look. I got student tickets. I got tickets. 45 apiece. That's better than what? 1500 Oh, don't tell anybody. Whoa! How about that? Wow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? 
That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver High, our guy Deepak, holding it down in the Bay Area, giving me the up-to-the-minute uh, skinny on Dusty as a player, oh, right? No. He got it, and not as a manager. Is that about right, Carver uh, High? He he did. I went a little too wild with just the manager. It was supposed to be just a manager since 93 when he did the, right. uh, did the San Francisco Giants. He has not won. So there you go. Nice job by Deepak. Deepak holding it down for uh, Sports Grid and Coast to Coast, our man up in the Bay Area. It's time for Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, a double shot at Farrellivision. He refuses yep. to acknowledge any other conversations about Dusty Baker or otherwise because he's got pain day skinny to deliver us, <laughs> per usual, on a Friday. So, first of all, um, I, wanna, I just want to throw this out there at you to start. Uh, sure. What did you say right before we went on the air? The Steelers by seven over the Eagles? What'd you say? <laughs> they are ten, yeah, the Eagles are <laughs> ten and a half points favorite. But yes, but guess what? Your guy TJ Watts got a chance to play. All of a sudden, Mike Tomlin it was acting like he wouldn't play, but we'll see. But yeah, look, the, the weather's gonna be nice here in Philly, and Philly is very quickly becoming the city of champions, as you know. Yeah, not for long when they lose to the Astros. Uh we'll see about that. But I look, the Eagles, you've already got them winning the Super Bowl then. Is that the deal? Jeez, I don't know what the odds were. I did tell you how easy their schedule was, and it's it's proven to be true. But look, when you look at this league, this is typical of the NFL. Things happen where you scratch your head. Last night's game, you and I talked about the Bucks game, right? The Bucks Ravens. We right. both said the Bucks should, the Ravens should have no problem here, right? And that's what happened. And then they, obviously they tried to make a run late, but it didn't matter. The, the score in the end didn't really matter. What, what I thought was interesting is they were only a one and a half point favorite. I thought they should have been three or four. The Ravens. Now, the end, here's the deal. The, the, the Bucks now, if you look at their situation, Pharrell, they've lost five out of six games. They are really struggling. They just lost Shaq Barrett, their star pass rusher for the year, to a torn Achilles. They knew this last night when he went down, it was the Achilles, and they knew it was probably going to be done. He's done. Brady struggled once again. They're not getting anything in the middle of the field. This is another problem. We talk about Gronk retiring, Pharrell. They're just not getting that part of the passing. You need guys who can go down the seam. They don't have anyone to do that. He's just – he missed throws that he normally wouldn't miss. There's just something wrong with, with that offense. I know people are now starting to point to his divorce, which got announced today from his, his wife, Giselle. Whatever the case may be, he's he's been off his game. Their offense has not scored 22 points in more than almost five games. They're struggling, and their defense, which started like a ball of fire, they were unbelievable, the NFL's best defense after three games, struggling this last five. They've now got a little bit of a mini buy here. Look, they're in a bad division, maybe the worst of the National Football League, which we didn't know that would be the case. They still have a chance to win it. Carolina, by the way, they're in it. They face a Falcons team that's banged up. they got three defenders out in their secondary. So who, whoever wants to win that, that division, that division that, that division winner might be a seven- or eight-game winner out of 17. Well, I think whoever wins the division is going to lose in a wild-card game as fast as of you course. can spit. But here's the deal. I want to ask you, in all seriousness, do you know any person on the face of the earth that could handle having their marriage dragged through the media and mud raked and people slinging everything you can imagine against the wall against Tom Brady? His entire life has been dragged uh, with that divorce uh, through the media for the last month and a half. Uh, it is just, I don't know yep. anyone that could handle that kind of public beating and berating 
about his marriage and his wife, a supermodel, and his two kids. I don't know anyone that could do their job under those uh, circumstances. He looks like a guy that that has taken a toll on him, not only as a person, but as a football player. I think it's ruined his season. So, Pharrell, when I was with the Buccaneers for the first day of two joint practices with the Dolphins, this was the day that he left camp. This was shocking. Like, a lot of us you know, cover the league, we're like, what in the world? Tom Brady's leaving camp. Is there something wrong? Is he sick? Is it a family member? No, it was it was thought to be a family issue with his wife. And, you know, the Bucs said they knew about this. You're talking to them privately. They said they knew all about this. Why they didn't announce it, that he was going to leave camp at the start of training camp, that probably would have helped alleviate the, the rumors and so forth. But that was bizarre to me. I had not seen anything like that. And particularly with Brady, because this is a guy, if you recall when he was with the Patriots, took undervalued deals, did always right by the team, would show up when he had contract disputes, when he didn't need to, and then he leaves the team, uh, we, we, most people believe, because it was about his, his situation with his wife. And and it's fair to say, look, it's fair to say what's going on. Was his head in it? You know how much he loves football. You take away Gronkowski, who's a close friend of his, who's, who's his safety blanket, uh, during the Super Bowl runs with New England, obviously with Tampa Bay. Offensive line problems. Why receiver problems? You and I outline all the receiver problems they've had with injuries. So if you add all that plus the, the issue with the wife, yeah, I think he's a human being. I think it's very fair game to bring that up. You put all that, and, and they're now three and five. Who knew this the team would be this bad? Now they've got all sorts of injuries on both sides of the football. This Bucks team is in trouble here. Brady's one of the most resilient athletes we've ever seen, but this one's going to be hard. With uh, And just in regards to a couple things. One, in the division, the Falcons have a chance. I know everyone keeps saying the Panthers have a chance to take over the division. I don't believe for one minute in that team. I know, listen, you and I have disagreed about the Panthers from the jump. I do not believe in the Panthers. But I do think with Pitts and London, uh, the Falcons have an opportunity here at home to make a move here and win that game and start showing that they mean business. There are, listen, London and Pitts are both gigantic receivers. As you know, I'm a huge fan of that. You got two guys that big that can make those kind of plays. How can you not win football games? They destroyed the 49ers. They had, then they had a bad game. And now do they get back up off of the ground and win and seize the opportunity that's in front of them? And secondly, the Ravens now are five and three. He's holding up signs after the game, pay me in the tunnel. He knew they were filming him, but they are five and three now. And they finally had a lead and held onto it and won. And I think it bodes well for them in an opportunity against the Bengals, Sands uh, Chase, who's now injured with the hip. Yep, yep. So let me start off with with, uh, the the NFC South. And I want to talk about the Ravens before we move on as well. First of all, the Falcons here, okay? This just goes to show you mentioned Drake London and Kyle Pitts, right? They're down by nearly three touches last week, right? Arthur Smith, the head coach who calls the place, he's still running the football. This is not what you do when you want to win football games. When you're down, you throw the football. Any analytic data will tell you this, but yet it shows you lack of trust they have in their passing game. You have these two great pass targets who you said are, are, are big and athletic. Get them the football. I understand Marcus Mariota is there. He's an athletic quarterback who can run. They want to pound the football. they got a power running game. But you got to throw the football. It's a passing league. I know right. scoring's down, which we can talk about later. But I, the bottom line is you got to throw the football here. That, 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 that's just not good coaching. I did not agree. I rarely criticize coaches. I don't like what they were doing last week. And, and also with Atlanta, they're down three of their defensive backs in this game. That's, that's something that Carolina needs to take advantage of it. I get P.J. Walker's a quarterback. By the way, he had the game of his life last week. What a performance he had, making great throws. I get he's a journeyman backup. He's the only reason why he's there is because of Matt Rule, who brought him there. He coached him at Temple. But P.J. Walker did a great did a great job. And by the way, when you look at their secondary for the Panthers, Horn's most likely going to play this week. He'd missed some time due to rib injury. So they're getting healthier. And I'll tell you what, that division, I cannot believe it. The NFC South, it's up for grabs. It is. So what do you think of the Ravens, uh, what they've accomplished here by winning this game and going to five and three, not four and three, but now five and three yeah. and the Bengals lose chase. It, you can't deny that that opens a oh, door huge. for the Ravens. Absolutely. They, they've they've and they turned beat their them. season around. Yeah. And by the way, they've turned their season around. And you know what I love last night? Because you and I have talked about the Ravens since we've done these shows together for three years. 
The yeah. Ravens generally almost always come out running the football. This is the first time in a long time they came out thrown. They threw it 30 times in the first half. Unheard of. Why did they do it? They knew the Bucs were down so many players in, the, in their secondary. That's good coaching. Great job by Greg Roman, their offense coordinator. And by the way, Lamar throws a good deep ball. And they also lost, by the way, Rashad Bateman. He injured his, his foot. He's had a sprained foot since week two. And Mark right. Andrews injured his shoulder. Now, John Harbaugh, their head coach, indicated these should not be a, a big deal. But the fact of the matter is I was pleasantly surprised that they came out throwing, and they should do that. Your job is to take advantage of matchups, and we just talked about Arthur Smith not taking advantage of that and not doing what he should have done. I love what Greg Roman did, and that was a big reason, by the way, that they won the game. And they ran the ball for over 200 yards in the second half down Tampa Bay's throat. Yep, rolled over, and Bucks are in trouble. Gus Edwards hurt his hamstring, but I love the way they ran it. Lamar played well. They protected him, by the way, very well. Pass protection has been a little bit of a problem, but I give the give the Ravens credit here, and they're going to that little bit of mini body get some of those injured players back. How about all these backup quarterbacks in the NFL? So someone tipped me off to this. Uh, a friend of mine who's works in personnel with the team. He goes, "Do you?" Re-? He goes, "He goes. I know everybody's complaining about the scoring. Well, do you know how many backup quarterbacks have played?" I, I go, "Without looking it up, tell me." He goes, 10. I said, "I'll up that because we might have one in Tennessee because Brian Tannehill, by the way." Ryan Tannehill did not practice today. He didn't practice Wednesday. We'll talk about him in the second segment. But the bottom line is, Pharrell, Russell Wilson, you know, he's missed time to his injury. Deshaun Watson suspended 12 games. Matt Ryan has been the first bench veteran. He's done. He's not going to – he won't be dressed this week because he's got a bad shoulder. Ellinger's going to get his first NFL start. You got Carson Wentz who's on IR due to the finger injury. Prescott missed time, as you know, due to his injury. Tua because of the concussion and other issues, other injury issues. Trey Lance done for the season. Zach Wilson missed time because of his surgery. And then he, now he's back now. Flacco started for him. Baker Mayfield got hurt. P.J. Walker started. Jameis Winston got hurt. He might lose his job, by the way. Andy Dalton filling in. Dalton's going to start. In fact, if he plays well for L, he could keep the job. So we could talk all we want about teams playing zone defense. It's also injuries. Uh the problem is, is uh, Andy Dalton doesn't play well. Pick six is galore. I think they're getting burned again this week. We'll come back with Adam. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We always do a double shot with Cap on Fridays, getting ready for pain day Sunday in the NFL and the Sunday nighter. Uh, so can Malik Willis, as we get into injury intel here, can Malik Willis actually beat the Texans in Houston if he ends up having to go for the Titans based on Tannehill not practicing today? It doesn't look good for him. Yeah, in fact, 
in my in my years of covering the NFL, Pharrell, when when players do not practice Friday, more often than not, they don't play on Sunday. So let's talk about Malik Willis. And by the way, Tannehill has an ankle injury, also didn't work on Wednesday. He got hurt in last week's game. But Malik Willis, you and I actually talked about him when we were doing the draft in Vegas. Willis is a strong arm quarterback. He's not a real big guy, only six feet, but he's got enormous arm strength. He's got a, a ton of talent, but super duper raw. That's the word from league circles. Would not be ready to play this year, maybe not even next year. That's why he dropped to the third round. He, playing at Liberty, a small school, need, needs a lot of work. But the thing about Willis, and if you folks who play daily fantasy look for prop bets, if he winds up starting, take the over on the carries because this guy, I would think if he does wind up starting, he'll have at least 10 carries. Remember, Lovey Smith plays a lot of zone coverage. When you do that, and you don't like what you see, you run. He's a guy who's going to run a lot, but he's got enormous arm strength. I know the Titans don't throw the ball well. They just don't throw the ball. Ryan Tannehill's not tasked to throw it a lot. He hands off to Derrick Henry. No matter what, you're going to see a lot of running, no matter who the quarterback is. But this game uh, in Houston is a game the Titans know that they're the easy favorite here. Uh, they'll run the heck out of the football. And by the way, they play great defense. The untold story about the Titans, Pharrell, is we should, we should mention this. One of the best D-lines in football, but there's one injury we should mention. Jeffrey Simmons, who's going to get a big right. contract extension next year. He did not work this week. He's got an ankle injury. It would surprise me if he played. When guys don't practice at all during the week, they rarely play on Sunday, and they should be able to beat the Texans w- without Simmons, but he's an absolute superstar because the Titans, for real, are not a national team. No one talks about them enough, but this kid's a stud, but right now it doesn't look good for Sunday. I think they're going to win the division when it's all said and done. I think the Landry loss, Simmons not playing, uh, is starting to show a leak on that defensive front. And if they're going to play zone all day, there's no way they can play zone all day against King Henry and Willis. They're going to have to pack the box. Uh, and that's just all there is to it. They can't play zone. I mean, the Titans will they'll, they'll run they do. 150 yards. No, but you could play you could play zone on the back end, but you're right. Because what you want to do is, if it's Willis or Tannehill, you want to make them passers. The 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 word around the league on Tannehill is the more you ask them to pass, the more he struggles. You saw what happened against Cincinnati when they lost in the playoffs, when they were the number one seed. This is what yeah. happened with him Miami in addition to injuries. He's a pretty good athlete for the position. He's got a decent arm, but you don't want him throwing a lot. And obviously, if Willis has to start, you definitely do not want him throwing a lot. He's only taken one snap this season on offense, and – He's a fun player to watch, but he is really raw and he's a ways away. I did see him in Senior Bowl week. Fun guy to watch because he's got an enormous arm, strong arm, but he's not ready. Okay, so uh, let's talk about this uh, T.J. Watt story. Is it a ploy? Uh, because I, I don't trust this news at all that he's going to go. When uh, isn't their next game a bye? Yes, yes. So here's what happened. Okay, let, let let's set the record straight on T.J. Watt. Yes, he's a partial pectoral tear. He did tell the local media after practice today that it's pretty much 100% healed. But the real issue is he had the knee surgery also during his time off. He's been rehabbing, and then he started practicing Wednesday. Mike Tomlin, their head coach, said during his only media availability on Tuesday, he was not expecting him to play. He uses certain terms about when – he, when he talks about a guy not playing, he makes it pretty obvious. But remember, they have 21 days because he started practicing on Wednesday to activate him where he can't play the season. This is his first week back. It certainly would be a surprise. Now, the other story here is, well, what would happen? When would they have to do it to, for him to play? Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern is the deadline to activate him for this game. If not, remember, they're on a bye next week. There's no there's no rush here. But if you look at where the Steelers' season is, and, and, and we, you and I talked about the first segment about Baltimore turning around their season, not that Baltimore's running away from it, but this your Steelers are two and a half games back. This would be a huge game for them to get him back. Alex Highsmith has been unbelievable on the other side. People don't talk about him enough out of UNC Charlotte. People talk about that being a basketball school, the other UNC. But he's done a great job. And their secondary, by the way, will not have Levi Wallace, one of their top corners, with a shoulder injury. They knew this week he wouldn't play. And then this just came out. Chris Uh, Boswell, their kicker, has been terrific. uh, He didn't work today. His groin groin got tight, and he's not going to play. Well, actually, it got tight. They're looking at adding a kicker just in case. They'll know tomorrow, and they have to 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow to add a kicker. But this is not good. When a groin tights up for a kicker on Friday, that's never good. So right now he's, he's questionable, and I don't like the fact that he didn't practice today. I got no time for a kicker. I, I think Boswell's great, but if his groin's uh, popped, there's no way this guy's kicking 50-plus yard field goals with that uh, injury. I'm sorry. And they got all kinds of problems. The, the Eagles, 
are so much better than the Steelers. It's not even funny. The Steelers haven't won there since 1965. All right. What's going on with Ninth the Jets grade. and Pats game? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Now, this is a huge game. For years, we know that the, the Pats dominate the Jets, but we know what's going on with the Patriots now. They had an embarrassing loss at home. They got blown out. Mac Jones is back at quarterback. They're not going to pull him. I'm told the injury is absolutely healed. In fact, I was told two weeks ago it was pretty much good to go, but they wanted to make sure in practice he didn't have a setback. So, Pharrell. Belichick didn't handle the situation well. The fact of the matter is you don't pull a young quarterback. You don't get him thinking about the backup. You can't do that. They're not going to pull him again. It, it's Mac Jones the whole way. But the real – actually, two big stories here. David Andrews, the star center for the Patriots, is out with a concussion. Kirk Ferentz's son, James Ferentz, is going to get his sixth NFL start. This is a major downgrade here because uh, you're, you're, you're talking about a second-year quarterback who's back after his, his ankle injury, and now he's playing with a backup center. That does worry me on the road in a hostile environment. Uh, that would worry me, uh, no question about it. Christian Barmore, by the way, one of the big reasons why they gave up 260 yards against, uh, actually in this last game against the Bears at home. Barmore, who's terrific, who's a second-year player, was a second-rounder out of Alabama. Now, he didn't play last week, and he's not playing this week. That hurts the run defense. And for the Jets, James Robinson's going to play. He's going to make his debut at running back. And they need someone powerful after losing Brees Hall. Michael Carter probably will be their lead back. If they get a big lead, though, James Robinson could be the closer. Jermaine Johnson, their first-round pick out of Florida State, he's going to play. He's back from his ankle injury. The league list was questionable. My understanding he's, is he's going to play. But Corey Davis, one of their starting receivers, will not play with his knee injury. Elijah Moore, who basically got suspended without calling the suspension. Remember, he popped off uh, in social media about not getting right. the football. Well, he's back this week, and he's terrific. This is – as uh, someone close to him told me, this is out of character for him to do that stuff, but he's back and they need him. I'll tell you what, this is the turn This is the turn here. The Jets are clearly the better team. Now, I know the Patriots are, are the favorite here on the road, a point and a half. You know why? Because Belichick, he's had such good fortune against the Jets for years, for nearly a decade. People don't think that the Jets can win here. They're clearly the better football team, but the one issue I have with the Jets not enough people are talking about it. Zach Wilson's playing poorly. They're not going to bench Horrible. him. He's frenetic. He keeps moving when he doesn't have to move. He keeps drifting. They're all, their passing game has been non-existent because he's not playing well. But they're not. They can't bench him. He's got to play here, and that's just that, that's all there is to it. And, and again, Zach, if Zach Wilson plays well, they'll blow this team out. If he plays poorly, the Patriots will hang in it. Well, he has played poorly. Let's just uh, call it what it is. He, yep, he has no played poorly, and now you lose Bryce Hall. And Carter and Robinson combined are not anywhere near what Bryce Hall was giving the Jets. No doubt. And, and it's such a shame if you watch the video, his knee collapsed. Brees Hall was in the running for Offensive Rookie of the Year. They, it, it, you know, it's funny. You and I did that draft in Vegas. And I said, this is the best, the best, the best Jets draft in 20 years. I don't think there's any question about it. Sauce Gardner, an absolute stud, is going to win, win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's been unbelievable. Uh, and I like Will in the corner for uh, for the Seahawks has been terrific as well as a rookie. But Sauce Gardner has been unbelievable. And the Jets, if if Wilson doesn't turn the ball over, it can at least hit guys that are open. They're winning this game. All right. So uh, let's look at a few of these games. Sunday night, the Bills are laying yeah. 11 now to the Packers. And Green Bay has been miserable. And they're playing in Orchard Park against Josh Allen and maybe the best team in the league. The problem for the Packers, Pharrell, is I know people want to say Rodgers is not playing well. He's not playing his usual elite level. They have no one who catches passes. He doesn't trust these young receivers. Uh, we've talked about Romeo Dobbs all season. He's very gifted. I know he's been inconsistent with his route running. Because what happens is, Pharrell, Rodgers puts it in his place. If you're watching us here, in, in, in addition to listeners to, on uh, SiriusXM, if you see me here, he puts it out there for, he throws with anticipation. He, he expects those receivers to be there and they're not there. And he's, he's lost some confidence in these guys and he's got to regain it because you got to be able to keep up with, with Josh Allen, the way he's playing. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. He doesn't care what the defense looks like. So he'll throw it over their heads. Ask your Steelers about that. When they play cover two, we threw it over their heads. The bottom line is I get why this is a double digit favorite. I, you would, I wouldn't believe this to start the season, but if you look at the way the Packers and how they're struggling on offense, and, they, and by the way, they're not even running it that well. 
Aaron Jones has got to get the ball more in the run game. We know he scored two touchdowns last week, but the, no one's playing better in the NFL than the Bills right now. And look, I get it. They deserve to be a double-digit favorite. So uh, the Giants are going to Seattle, and it's uh, the Seahawks favored by three. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. They, I didn't see this coming. In fact, when I saw them, they're over under total of six wins. I would have taken under. I'm shocked. I mean, I'm shocked. And right now, they've got a real, real chance doing it. I want to talk about the Niners in a second about one of their key injuries. But Tariq Woolen, who's a, who's one of their star rookies, he's been unbelievable. And for the first time in over a decade, they've got two studs, two young studs at, at right and left tackle. They finally are building an offensive line. That's why Pharrell that they're ahead of schedule. I know I know. talking to John uh, Schneider, the GM, over the years, he, he does not believe in a rebuild. He calls it retooling the roster. They've done a phenomenal job. They've had a great draft. And you know what? I give the Giants credit. I, I, and I know they don't have letdowns. Right when you think they're going to lose, they win. But to go to Jacksonville and win, and you and I talked about the game last week. I did like the Giants to win that game. They did. It is hard to come back and then fly out to the West Coast again. I'm going to lean towards the Seahawks in this game. How about uh, that big uh, Niner news as they oh, yeah. head into L.A. to play the Rams? There's a big injury there. Yeah, this is brutal. Debo Samuel will not play with his hamstring injury. He didn't practice this week. So so what you're going to have to see, we know, look, we, we know that Christian McCaffrey's going to get a ton of touches. He'll get over 20 in this game. This is the first full-time game with the Niners after the trade. He played a little bit last week, over 20% of the snaps. But the fact of the matter is with the Niners, McCaffrey's going to be featured. they got to get him the ball. Brandon Ayuk's role is going to grow. But you and I mentioned this off the air, and it's a great point you made. Kyle Juszczyk, maybe the NFL's best fullback, who's unbelievable blocking. He's not playing with his injury, unfortunately. Uh, th this worries me. Now, the Rams are coming off their bye. I know they've got some problems, particularly in their offensive line. They're down three starters in their own line, but they're going to get Brian Allen back their center this week. They come off the bye well-rested. I am worried about the Niners' injuries and not having Debo Samuel. Brennan Ayuk's role is going to have to grow. As I mentioned, Kittle's. But the big one is, is Christian McCaffrey in the pass game. That's their only chance that he's got to get heavily involved. Uh, Cardinals-Vikings in Minneapolis, and the Vikes are laying three and a hook. Yeah, I like the Vikings in this game coming off the bye here. And the Cardinals, by the way, down three starters on their offensive line. They got D-Hop back. You saw him crazily involved with pass targets, but I like the Vikings come off the bye. More often than not, by the way, for all teams come off the bye win rather than lose. And by the way, Andy Reid, the best head coach come off the bye in NFL history, and he comes off the bye next week. Cap says the Phillies are going to win the World Series. The Eagles I are going to beat the Steelers by 30. All is well. <laughs> Pharrellavision style in Pharrellaadelphia. All right, Cap, great stuff. We'll see you, you Monday it, talking about the Bengals without Chase taking on the Browns. Have a good weekend, you got it, man. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24 7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 
Pharrella finish time. Uh, watch out in Strong Island on Monday on Pharrell Halloween if you see uh, Carver High rolling around with the family as the Incredibles. This could be worth money if you can get me a video of that. Former Georgia football coach Vince Dooley has passed away at 90, led them to the 80 title and six SEC titles. Court documents show Britt Reed was allegedly drinking at the Chiefs facility before his DUI incident. Another shining star on Britt's resume for his dad to deal with. Former NBA player Delonte West arrested on vehicle trespassing. That's called breaking into vehicles. Uh, and here's the deal. My man's going to end up dead. Okay, just so we're clear. He's on the streets drinking and smoking and shooting. Trust me, my man is dead soon. I got an over-under of like six months. Uh, Arsenal player Pablo Mari among six stabbed at a deadly attack at a supermarket. Jesus. Cops find an Amazon driver killed in the front yard after an apparent dog attack. Missing grandma's body found inside a monster python. A snake ate grandma. That is awesome. Bloodied woman found hogtied near an Oregon bridge. What is happening? Oregon police sees 18 pounds of fentanyl from a driver. That's the guy that tied up the woman. <laughs> Portland man suspected of tire slashing spree, leaving 65 victims in his wake. Indiana police ID a boy found in a suitcase cut up into pieces. Isn't that lovely? Famed New Jersey strip club, the Bada Bing, used in Sopranos, sued by a family of a man killed in a brawl there. He was in a fight and someone shoved him out onto the 17 highway and a car obliterated the guy, unfortunately. California homeowner reported a Buried Mercedes stolen in 92, got 87 grand in insurance. He buried it in his backyard and took the company for a flea sink. Philly man kills a FedEx driver instructor after receiving a negative evaluation trying to get a job there. I don't pass the test. I kill you. GTD is next. Go to PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my action. I'll see you tomorrow and Sunday on In Game Live. Have a great day. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.